Welcome to Light Church. We're so glad you could join us for this weekly message. We hope this message leaves you feeling inspired and equipped to be all that you were made to be. And welcome to our virtual gathering. I am so glad that you are here, that you've joined us this morning. And I hope you enjoyed that extra hour in bed too. I actually saw that there was this petition going around about getting rid of the extra hour because people don't want another hour of 2020. They were asking for it to be moved till January, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but that being said, it has been a weird year so far. And I mean, right now as well, as we're going into winter, it's still a little bit uncertain. There's still things going on like Daniel mentioned last week we've moved into tier three in our area so it is a bit of an uncertain time but I'm so glad that despite everything that's going on that we can still get together this morning gather together and have our service have our virtual gathering and yeah just come around God's word be able to open this book to chat and discuss and that being said make sure you're getting involved in the live chat that you're chatting you're like sending some emojis I want to see them I want to hear your comments it's going to be so good this morning. But if you just want to grab your Bible and you want to open it up, we're going to be heading to Acts 2. Um, so yeah, if you want to grab your Bible, if you don't have a Bible, don't worry. You can get, get it on your phone or whatever. But if you just get the Bible out, and we're going to head to Acts 2, verse 42 to 47. And it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Amazing. I just love this passage so much. Um, it's so good and it gives such a great insight to some of like the early church and what was going on there. But as we read this passage at the beginning, we see it says that um, that they were um, devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to prayer. And when I read those things, it just really reminded me of what we're doing now, these virtual gatherings, and it really reminded me of the importance of them. So where it's saying apostle teaching, when it's talking about apostle teaching, it's talking about um, the gospel, it's talking about um, Jesus' teaching. And that's something that we um, talk about a lot here at Light Church. You'll hear us talking every message. We make sure we're talking about Jesus because it's just so important important. It's so um, fundamental in our faith and that's why we always want to give opportunity for people to accept Jesus into their heart but also to be reminded of what Jesus has done for us and that's what they all gathered around. They gather around the understanding and the importance of that and then there's fellowship and I, I love that on a virtual gathering despite us not being in person that we can still have this live chat. We can still chat with one another, have that that fellowship, that um, time together but also we have our life groups going on. We have our after church Zoom where we get together and we chat about things, talk about what's going on in our lives. And then it talks about here, the breaking of bread. So it's referring to communion. And we've been um, like so fortunate to have been able to have communion together in this time. I know like once a month we've been taking communion together. And it's so good that we still get to share in that moment, that moment of remembrance together. And then again, um, it says here, prayer. 
and I've loved praying with you guys over Zoom um, these past couple months. I found it so incredible and I felt real like sense of God moving through those prayer meetings that we've been ha having. I just think it's been incredible to do it in such a different way that we've never done before. Obviously we'd usually gather together, we'd huddle together, we'd be praying and speaking over one another and instead it's a bit different where we're just seeing each other's faces on the screen but it's been such an amazing time and I've really, I've really loved doing that and I think it's such a, an amazing opportunity that we have to still be able to pray together. We've had um, like prayer schedules sent out and these are just all things that we've been able to do like in our virtual gatherings online and in that sense of like a Sunday service. And I wanna to talk to you this morning about um, community. I wanna to talk to you about um, the importance of community and um, why we do that. And I wanna talk about community that is not a Sunday morning. And like specifically when I say Sunday morning, I'm referring to our virtual gatherings because I know a lot of us sometimes put our um, community and our spending time with one another in the box of Sunday morning. But I really wanna to talk to you about the, the fact that community isn't just us gathering on a Sunday morning. And I know in this time, it, that's become quite apparent. Um, so yeah, I, I specifically said virtual gatherings before when I was talking about these things because we do these things in a virtual gathering but there's so much more to community than just those things. Um, so when we go back to this passage in Acts, it talks about um, um, the fact that they did those things but then it says all the believers were together and had everything in common and then it goes on to say that they did other things, like every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, they broke bread, um, in their homes and ate together. And so this is talking about things that they did outside of like the temple, outside of their um, time together, worshiping together, what we would then call our Sunday morning service, our virtual gathering as we call them here at Light Church. And so we're talking about what they did outside of this. And like that main pivotal point was like all the believers were together and had everything in common. And I really wanna get the point across um, this morning that community like in this time that we're in right now, it's so easy to be like, oh, we can't have community because we aren't together. Because we physically can't be together, community is kind of not an option for us. I'm here to kind of myth bust that. I'm here to say that is not a thing, but we can in fact have community in probably the most sincere way that we've ever experienced it before. And we've got an opportunity to learn true community. We've got an opportunity to maybe correct some of the things that we've got used to in the past, maybe some um, things we've fallen into um, by kind of looking at what has happened in this time when meeting together hasn't been possible. And my main point that I really want to, it's kind of like foundational to having community um, when we can't meet together, is this point that is said that um, they all had one thing in common, like they all had everything, it says in here that um, they all had everything in common and when I say that they had everything in common, it's because they had one thing in common and that was their um, relationship with God, their relationship with Jesus, this change that they've had in their life that was pivotal and be because of how massive that is to them, that was their everything. So when it's saying they've got everything in common, Common, they're talking about one thing and just like them we have that same thing in common we are um, followers of Jesus we have God in our lives we follow his call we are passionate um, for um, building his kingdom we have everything in common and it's so important and I can't emphasize it enough the value of us being in each other's lives 
There is so much value in us being in each other's lives because we have everything in common. Um, this one thing in our life is so important to us. It is foundational to the way we live our lives. It's foundational to the way that I live my life, the, the decisions I make, the way I see the world, um, the way I want to interact with people, the way I yeah, just view things, see things, um, do things. It is all because of my relationship with God, because of how he has changed my life, the, the things that he's done for me. And when we are in relationship with um people that have that same view, have the same thing. We are able to encourage one another in a way that hits differently. We're able to challenge each other in a way that is, um, we, we wanna be challenged that way, right? We wanna be called out and said, hey, like that's not, that's not the way that you said that you wanted to do things, or that's not the way that um, like, like God sees you. We wanna be able to be around people that are able to do that, and that will all be done through love because we'll be in a place where we're with people who have everything in common with us. And it's so important. And it's not just that, but God calls us to be in community. So it's important that we're in community with one another, but also God calls us to be in community. So it says in Ecclesiastes 4, um, two are better than one. So he's saying like, we are not meant to be alone. It says in Romans 12, um, four to five, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. I love this passage, and I think I must have said this a million times before, like anytime I'm talking about community, I always bring this in because I think this really gives a great perspective of the church. I love the church, and when I'm talking about church, I'm not talking about the, the virtual gatherings. Like I said before, when I say church, I'm not talking about the gathering, I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me, and I'm talking about us together. And what I love about this passage is it really informs that idea that, yeah, we're all different. And I think sometimes we find it really difficult to be in a community of people that are different. So yeah, we have that one thing that is our everything in common, but we also have a lot of other things that we might be interested in that maybe other people aren't interested in. It's like, yeah, but how am I meant to be in community with this person? Because we, we don't do the same things or we don't like live like in this like way the same. We don't we're just not the same, but we are, we have everything in common in that sense. And it can be quite difficult, but that's the beauty of the church. And I think that's where, um, there's just so many layers to the church. There's so much beauty when we do come together. And I think understanding that people are gonna be different when we come together as a church, when we're in a community, people are going to be different. And I think when we understand that we're all gonna be different, it helps us acknowledge our difference, our uniqueness. It helps us see the things that God's put inside of us. So it helps us understand and really get that revelation that God's created us very individually and he's put things inside of you and he's designed you a very specific way for a call that he's put on your life. And we're not meant to conform because if we conform, we wouldn't be able to be the church body. We wouldn't be able to be this body that is being referred to in Romans. We wouldn't have the fingers, the legs, the the head. We just have maybe a lot of knees and we need more than that to be the body to move to make um, change to um, impact to spread God's word so yeah I just really wanted to point that out because I think sometimes we can get frustrated when I'm people talking about community and how we need to be in community it's like yeah but I'd, that person does it isn't the same but it's understanding that we put that aside when 
the important thing is our relationship with God and we want those people because they understand us in a way that not everybody else does. Um, another passage is Proverbs 17 verse 17. It says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. And then we've got here in Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. I love this again. It's talking about spurring one another on towards love and good deeds and not giving up on meeting together. And I think this is really key. I know you might be like, yeah, 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 we need to be meeting in person again. Like that's what this passage says. But no, it's not saying that we need to like be physically in person together. It means not giving up on each other. It means not giving up showing up for one another. It means not giving up when someone is in a time of need, when they need support. And yeah, okay, we have been so used to practically doing things for people in the sense of showing up physically, but it's really a time where we need to learn how to do things without the physical action and what that actually looks like. Let me just go to the next bit. So yeah, like I was saying, with coronavirus, I feel like it's really taught us how much we actually interact with one another. I really think it's been quite eye-opening, to be honest. I know it has for me. Um, Sunday mornings, our in-person gatherings were always actually kind of convenient. We'd box that time off in our week and be like, oh, this is, this is my Sunday morning. This is the time that I'm giving to this. I'll see people there. I'll check in with them. I'll ask them how they're doing. And then another week will go by and it's like, oh, checking in with people, seeing how they're doing. But in this time, it, it's not the same. And waiting for the next Sunday, kind of doesn't have the same effect. We don't have the same kind of time and space to have those conversations with one another. We actually have to create time within our week to do that now. And it's kind of opened our eyes to how maybe previously our community that we had, the way we viewed our community, wasn't actually maybe as personal and um, like, maybe deep as we thought it was. Maybe it wasn't actually filled with as much love as we thought it was. And I kind of wanted to name this message. It's called Community Despite Convenience. That's why I've called it, like you'll have seen that before this started, Community Despite Convenience. And I feel like it was convenient before. And I was like, it was because I looked at what convenient meant and it meant suitable for your purpose. So it's suitable for us um, feeling like we saw one another, that we got to chat and like encourage one another, but causes no difficulty for your schedule or plans. It didn't mean that we had to move ourselves. It didn't mean that we had to maybe be uncomfortable. It didn't mean that we had to like push ourselves to the side and maybe sacrifice stuff that we have going on to be in community with people, but I just wanna give you a moment to think. To think about this time in the last, I don't know, seven months, since March, since we last saw each other in, in person, and think about 
how you feel you've done with being in community with people. I'm not talking about the community you've received because let's be real, it's been mad and we should all have done more. So not the community you've received, but maybe your part in that community. Because like I said before, we're all a body, we've all got parts. It's not on any individual part of the body, but it's on the body as a whole to come together to create that community. So I'm just gonna give you a moment to think about what did you do in this time? Maybe what could you have done? Where are your areas? Because I really want us to be able to take a moment and take a pause right now and give us an opportunity to um, pivot, to be able to go, you know what? That wasn't good enough. Or you know what? That was really good. I need to learn from this moment because I think there's so much, um, so many times that we go through things in life and we just go, yeah, could have done better and we move on and we do it again. And I just hate the idea that we've been given such an opportunity in this time to really learn something and we could just skip on from it because I feel like if we learn how to have community despite convenience, then we as a church are really gonna be, um, we're just gonna be so strong with one another. We're gonna actually um, love one another. We're really gonna be able to love others um, outside of our community, in our community, because we've learned from this lesson. So I'm just gonna give you a moment now just to, to have a little think. Maybe you wanna write it down and just think about that. We are so fortunate to have each other. I really want you to know that, to have this community, um, this this church, Light Church, like I absolutely love you guys with with all my heart. Like I love you guys so, so much. And I just desire for us to to grow in all that God's got for us. That is just, oh, I just wanna see us all um, pursue the dreams that God's put inside of, of you, of you individually. I really wanna see those come into fruition. I really wanna, I want you to experience the love that God's got for you. I want you to experience um, knowing the way that God sees you, knowing the way that I see you, the people around you see you, because sometimes it's so hard for us to see that in ourselves and that is why it's so fortunate that we have one another like I was saying before like this community and um, being part of um, a people that have um, everything in common when we have um, like a community that all know and experience life with God surrounding you to encourage you to support you to grow with you to help you see things and balance things when you're going through a tough time remind you of that promise that God had given you we're just so fortunate to have this and I really don't want us to take that for granted or forget that we still have that in this time. As we go into um, more uncertainty, um, as we go into the rest of this year, I just wanted to remind you that we are so fortunate to have each other and that there is a community here and we just need to learn how to use that. But. I'm not here to like tell you how to have community with one another. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you need to text people this many times a week and this, that's not how community works. That's not how relationship works. There's no, there can't be structure. There can't be a timetable or a schedule on it. It's got to um, come from you. It's got to be from you. And I feel like, um, I'm here to explain to you that this is just a learning moment where we learn how to, um, to learn from maybe the mistakes we've made. We learn from the things that we've been through and how to make a change for the future. We can't miss out on this. But I feel like maybe some of the struggle with understanding how to 
um, have community, how to make community in our lives, how to um, like look after one another because maybe we struggle with community or people or love. And there's a few verses in the Bible that I just want to go through again with you. And these ones, are, these ones are about love. It says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not per perish but have eternal life. And in Romans 5, 8, it says, God shows his love for us in that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. And in Ephesians 2, 4 to 5, it says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love in which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And in 1 John 3, 16, it says, This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And finally, in John 15, 9 to 13, I love this. It says, this is, I've read this from the message version, this one. Um, it says, I loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy and that your joy wholly mature. This is my command, love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. I just love this passage because it just really um, explains how to um, love people, how to have community with people and it's that love that we've received that love that we've received from God that moment when we um, let Jesus come into our lives and we we surrendered our life to him and we felt that love that he has for us that when we pick up our Bible and we read through these verses and we understand the sacrifice that God's made for us we understand the love that he has for us that deep de that deep desire that he has to be intimate and in relationship with us when we we understood that this is the love that he's talking that we have to love with and it's kind of going okay I have received this love and this is the way that I need to love with grace with mercy with understanding with compassion and it's saying this is the very best way to love and to put your life on the line for your friends and again I'm talking about it not being convenient. I'm talking about, yeah, okay, maybe it is gonna mean we have to step out a little bit and we might feel uncomfortable, but doing that is gonna, um, that is how we're gonna like break, the, maybe the mold, break the, the barriers that we've had in front of us on how we like love people. Or maybe we've set aside uh, like, like a boundary and said like, okay, I'll love people up to this extent. And God's saying like, love one another the way that I loved you. I feel like as a community, as we understand this, this is gonna this is gonna rub a little bit. This is gonna it's gonna be a little bit tough for us to go. Okay, this means this. This means that I've got to be sacrificial. This means it's it can't be convenient anymore. It's gonna hurt a little bit. It's gonna like rough us up a little bit to start with. But as we do it, it's gonna be something that it's just gonna flow from us. When you start to um, be in these these relationship with people when you start to love people the way that you've been loved and the way that it it just overflows out of you it's just going to be contagious and that's how this community is going to it's going to grow and flourish and Jesus commanded us to love one another because he first loved us and we can love because he loved us and I just want to ask this morning like 
have you accepted his love? Have you, maybe you've listened to this and you're like, what? I'm so confused. Like, I want to know this love. I have never experienced a community that encourages people. I've never experienced a community that wants the best for someone that's going to challenge them. I don't think you actually understand like this just take a moment to understand that people want to be challenged people desire to be challenged they want to be pushed out of their comfort zone and and to be better because we all have this this deep down knowledge that there is more to life than what we're living right now that there is more like it's inside of us like god has set eternity in our hearts so we want to challenge one another we want to grow and be the best so people desire to be in a community like this so if you're sat here like yeah i want that i want that then i just want to like put my hand out and offer you something right now and that's a relationship with Jesus and I want to like give you a moment now that maybe if you want to invite Jesus into your heart like there's just this phrase that you can repeat after me and it's just Jesus I give you my life it's just so simple if you want to repeat after me now Jesus I give you my life maybe this is the first time that you've accepted Jesus into your heart or and this is the first time you're experiencing his love. This is amazing. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for what is in store for you, what's coming up ahead. And um, But there may be someone sat here right now that's like, you know what, I need a fresh revelation of love. I've been a Christian for a while, but I don't think I've ever actually fully understood this love. I've just kind of fallen into this place or I've forgotten what it feels like. I've not really encountered this love in a while. I really want to pray for you right now. And I want to pray for those who have just accepted Jesus. So I'm just going to pray to close. God, I just thank you for this moment. God, I thank you for this community. I thank you that we can come together this morning and have these virtual gatherings, have these moments that pivot our week, have these moments that are foundational that we can start our week from. But God, I thank you that the church is more than a Sunday morning. I thank you that the church is us. It's your people, God. And I thank you that you designed us to be in community. You designed us to love one another, to grow together. And I just really pray for those people that have accepted to be, become part of your kingdom, to be part of your family, to be, become part of them, like a journey with you. And I just really pray over them. God, I pray strength. I pray courage. I pray boldness. I pray your peace over them as they take on this new journey, this new step. And I pray wisdom over them to know what to do next, to the people to speak to, to tell about what's gone on in their lives and I also just want to pray for those people that just need a reminder of who you are and what you've done for them and that love that you have for them the, the sacrifice that you made for them on that cross God the fact that you love them so so much you sent your one and only son to die a death on that cross and resurrect three days later and just bring us into a place where we've got a purpose and a future and eternal life God I just thank you for all you've done for us God I thank you for the love that you, we've received from you and the fact that we get to love from that place. Amen. I just really hope we've heard what I was saying this morning. I hope you don't feel like, oh, stop telling me what to do, but you really feel like, ah, I've missed this. Or, right, okay, I see where I'm at now, and this is where I need to go. These are the things that I need to change. This isn't, this is an encouragement. This is a, a champion. I'm championing you this morning. I'm championing you to be the best you, to be the best um, that God's got for you, for this community to be the best that God's designed it to be. Like he, he desires this community. He desires us to love one another and to be all that he's called us to, to be a genuine family. That's one of our, um, 
have uh, vision points here. Our big seven is to be a genuine family. And I know that that's what we are and that's what God's calling us into. So I'm so excited. I've loved being with you this morning. Um, I'll see you real soon. Bye. You've been listening to a weekly message from Light Church. If you would like any more information, you can find us online or on social media. Thanks for listening.